following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. There you can also listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Our road show is inside the Acrisure Lounge at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids, celebrating the launch of Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise, the Grand Rapids Rise. They open up play in January. It will run through May. We'll take you inside the Rise. They're also having a huge meet and greet and celebration tomorrow at Van Andel Arena, and I'll give you those uh, details. The floor is laid Perfectly, I can't even take a photo. Randy Cleves, who was part of the media relations team for both the Grand Rapids Griffins and also the Grand Rapids Rise, he says no photos. And I got to give a shout out to his son, Reagan Cleves. Uh, Central Michigan University, CMU, has a club hockey team. He's their radio play-by-play voice. He's awesome. Randy told me a story earlier today that Reagan said, when I grow up, I want to be like Bob Kayser. I immediately called CMU uh, Student Guidance Department and said, what is going on? And Reagan, great play-by-play guy, a lot of passion for hockey, life, and sports. And CMU has a club hockey team. A lot of people don't know that. I think we had Reagan on last spring when they were in the national tournament. And he wants to be like Kayser. Kayser got the fill-in for Ken Cal when he was sick. Bob Kayser, his picture is on the wall here inside Van Andel Arena in the GR Hall of Fame. And Reagan Cleves dares to dream to be like big-time Bob Kayser. Calling Wings games. Did he go to Sweden with the team too? He went to Sweden, and I'll tell you what, when he put his passport in that little machine, it was like spinning a roulette wheel in Vegas. (laughs) I've always said he's an NHL-level talent, and the Kayser kingdom welcomes in Reagan Cleaves. Wow. Chasing a dream. You know, the one thing I told Reagan, I said, why don't you text Bob and say, when I grow up, I want to be like you. And knowing Kayser, I told Reagan, you'll probably get a return text by the time you're 40 with three kids and you're over at Grandpa Randy's house. 
I'm going to get some of his play-by-play sound bites and play them on the air. And as Randy Cleese's father said, why? Because it's my show. <laughs> That's how we roll. It is amazing. So I'll go through the Grand Rapids Rise. Uh, they have some Michigan connections. Uh, this is top shelf pro volleyball. Cole DeVos, the Griffins team, uh, executive group, Dan DeVos, everybody behind the scenes. Uh, they do things first class. So we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll also get into Michigan's preparation for Alabama. I was talking with my buddy John Fueling, who lives out about 25 miles from the Rose Bowl, and he told me that I have a corporate condo for a week that their business isn't using two-bedroom condo like 30 minutes from the Rose Bowl. Wow. That is amazing. So I'm, I'm checking out airfare, looking at tickets. I know I can get a press pass, but in my 32-plus years of doing a show, I love to be in the stands, meet the people, and hear what they're saying, not what's going on in the press box. Like here at Van Andel Arena for a Griffins game, the press box qualifies as one of the five biggest mountains in the state of Michigan. The height you're at when you're inside Van Andel Arena. And Randy Cleese does a great job. I did want to check in with the Wolverine.com team, not on the Michigan-Alabama game, but here we go now, a different direction with this talk of a new contract with Jim Harbaugh. The Wolverine.com had the breaking news yesterday towards the end of our show. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Clayton, uh, what's the latest on a new contract for Harbaugh? Yeah, uh, obviously this uh, is kind of going back months and months and then weeks and multiple different NCAA investigations have kind of interrupted things at different points, but uh, it does seem like lately, including after the Big Ten Championship game, there's been some positive momentum there where both sides have met. They're getting closer to agreeing on, on different things and finalizing what a contract would look like. So I think uh, you know that's good news for Michigan fans. Certainly, you don't want to have to go through what you have the last couple of years in January and February with Jim Harbaugh getting interest from the NFL. But at the same time, maybe, you know, even a, a new contract wouldn't prevent him from doing that. Um, so that's the interesting part. Now, we have heard some rumblings on potentially there being some language in that contract saying that Jim Harbaugh would have to wait at least a year to uh, consider any options outside of Michigan. So that could be a possibility and I think would be a really important one for Michigan. But regardless, I mean, the, ha- the fan base has been waiting a while on this uh, because Jim Harbaugh is underpaid right now. He's making his base salary around $7 million a year. And you see all these new hires around the country. They're up near 10. This is a guy who's gotten his team to the college football playoff three straight years. They've won three straight Big Ten championships. So uh, I think it's pretty clear he deserves more, and that this is overdue. But obviously, those investigations have complicated things. Uh, but it seems like even with that, they're they're going to move forward, and you know could could get something uh, some point soon. But we again, we said that in the past. So you know, you hate to uh, you hate to throw a total prediction out there on timing or anything like that. I'll give President Santa Ono of Michigan a lot of credit. He was there wearing a Michigan jersey at the Iowa Big Ten Championship game. He understands the market value out there with open NFL jobs and jobs that also uh, could be open. 
Uh, so we'll see how it shakes out. Still no update from uh, Michigan State or the CMU sidelines on who actually uh, was on the sidelines. Uh, ho- hopefully that will be done before we kick off next season, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, you know, at this point, who knows uh, what they'll be able to get to the bottom of. It. And too huge. We also have heard that the NCAA has slowed things down in their investigation of Michigan right now. Hmm. It makes you wonder, too, like how much do they have and how long is this going to take? Because we've seen investigations in the past. Look at Kansas or the academic stuff with North Carolina. Mills took years. Kansas took six years, and then Bill Self essentially gets nothing. So yeah, they try to drag these out, and really, if you're Michigan, you try to drag it out, too, and then you never know what kind of resolution they'll, they'll come to. But that's something to watch as well, obviously, is Jim Harbaugh could face some more punishment, but, um, you know, it, it could be down the road, too. So it's just hard to say at this point. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Team coverage of everything with the news that they broke yesterday about a possible new Harbaugh contract walking it up to Alabama, Michigan on New Year's Day uh, out in Pasadena. The Wolverine.com follow Clayton Safey, Anthony Broom, John Borton, and Chris Ballas at the Wolverine.com. Clayton, thanks for the update, my man. Appreciate you. Have a good one. All right, back at you. Clayton Safey joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. We are on the road. We're inside the Acrisure Lounge at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids celebrating the launch and the season, which will begin in January, of Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise. And this is the best of the best when it comes to volleyball in America and even uh, around the world with some Michigan flavor. I was looking at the Grand Rapids Rise and their mini-camp roster uh, from Holland, Michigan, Alyssa Garveling-Jensen, 6'4", played at Michigan State with crazy ups. She stopped by and said, you know, for you to have a 42-inch vertical leap at 62 years of age, that is amazing. I said, yeah, you know what, I'm going to let the ladies play the ladies' sports. I'll play the guys' sports. That's how I roll, okay? Not necessarily how they roll in D.C., but it's how I roll. Uh, other notable names from the state of Michigan on the east side of the state from Northville, uh, Simone Abbott. Uh, so there you go. And from Columbia. I mean, it goes across the board here. A lot of California flavor. Berrien Springs, Michigan, uh, down near the border uh, to the south. Holly uh, Tolliver. So some Michigan connection in nine different states, three different countries. Three, as I mentioned, from Michigan. And you're talking about all Americans. Uh, and one of the greatest coaches, uh, Kathy George, will be the Grand Rapids Rise head coach, VP of Volleyball Operations. We'll talk to her coming up. Randy Cleves has set up everything. Uh, they brought the entire team in uh, from the executive wing. Uh, me showing up here is like Metallica in the Acrisure Lounge. I don't, they have a photo of me. I'm right there. Kid Rock, me, Metallica. That's nice. Uh, there you go. Uh, Griffin's AHL. Calder Cup trophies, uh, so good people. And, and the Rise have the benefit of having the same leadership behind the scenes that the Grand Rapids Griffins have built into the top AHL franchise. And like I've always said, on and off air, they're like an NHL team uh, in Grand Rapids. And, and it's because what they have locally and also their connection to the Wings. And now with the Wings surging again, and after getting Kane, they just have this feel of a top-four team in the East, if not a top-six or seven in hockey right now. 
And that's a beautiful thing. So the Wings playing great hockey. There is a trickle-down effect uh, for the Griffins, and then the Grand Rapids rise. Randy Cleese told me, man, I'm doing everything. Gortzuma rolled out double paychecks for me. Said, take them. They're, how much you need? I'm filling up your pool with $100 bills, please. Just backing the truck up. He took one of the snowplow trucks before it snows, dropped it off at Randy's house. So I'm looking at the Grand Rapids Rise. Their Meet the Team Showcase is tomorrow. Originally, I was going to do the show uh, tomorrow during the Meet the Team Showcase, but I'll be right up the street at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital for the annual Radiothon with iHeart West Michigan. And they do this each and every year, and they raise hundreds of thousands of dollars. So tomorrow and Friday, I'll be there uh, helping the kids uh, in the lobby at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. But uh, here at Van Andel Arena, that will be tomorrow, 5 until 6 p.m., free kids clinic is sold out, 6 until 7, serving contest to win season tickets for the Grand Rapids Rise, pre-registration required. Is that, did that close on December 5th, right? What's, it's closed now? Okay, got it. Uh, it's 7 till 7.30 tomorrow, team introductions and skills showcase. Afterwards tomorrow, with free admission for the meet the team, the Grand Rapids Rise, uh, they will have staff and player autographs so that is tomorrow here at van andel arena with michigan's only pro volleyball franchise and we'll go through the league with the pro volleyball uh, federation and the season will start coming up in january and they'll play through may it's pretty impressive and cole devos uh, who is behind the scenes and bringing Pro Volleyball to Grand Rapids. We'll talk to him. I mentioned Kathy George uh, will join us, and then we'll hear from Kerry Walsh, who's one of the greatest beach volleyball players San Diego franchise she's connected to, and we'll talk about the growth of volleyball beyond the beaches of California and in the state of Michigan. And like I mentioned, nine different states represented right now in the Grand Rapids Rise minicamp roster Three different countries, USA, Bulgaria, and Colombia. So there's a worldwide feel, as I mentioned, with some of the best volleyball players in the world with the Grand Rapids Rise. If you want to find out more, so maybe your daughter plays volleyball and even the boys. I'm hearing that boys volleyball could be added next year. It's on the short list uh, with the Michigan High School Athletic Association. But girls volleyball with the travel is booming. And I think there's going to be a huge demand uh, from the parents and uh, the kids who play volleyball, grrise.com. Follow the Grand Rapids Rise on Facebook, R-I-S-E. Uh, Randy Cleese said, Bill, could you spell rise just in case? Okay, thank you. Randy is on top of everything. This guy, between Kayser and Cleves, which should be a law firm right across the street in the Green Trust building, they're amazing. Uh, at GR uh, under... Is that an under slash? What do you call that? Underscore. Oh, thank you. I, Gord, someone knows everything. Underscore. At GR underscore uh, rise. And at GR underscore rise volleyball on Instagram. Single match tickets, half season packages, full season, 12 home matches, ticket plans, group ticket sales, 10 or more people. Available now at GR rise. Uh, dot com. So we'll talk to some of the people connected to it. Also, David Gregory is a lawyer by trade, Bull Rush Sports Management. He's based 
on the west side of the state, and he's been our guide through the legal mess with Tucker and Harbaugh. And we'll get to what a new contract could look like for Harbaugh. And what about Jonathan Smith's new deal at Michigan State? This guy hit the ground running. I think he's the best hire they've ever had in the modern era for a football coach at Michigan State. Uh, plus all the legal conversations connected to the possibility of a new subdivision which could be the power five and all the athletes get paid which could be the end of the ncaa tournament and the power five will just hold their own championships and they'll keep all the money so we'll discuss that with david gregory also if you want to join in uh, you can do it on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank. It's pretty cool to be here inside the Akersher Lounge in downtown Grand Rapids. i got to give Akersher some love for what they've done. Uh, they, they came in and hit the ground running in downtown GR. Their name is on the Steelers Stadium now, right? And I think there's a is there out west is another stadium too, right? What team is that, Tom Sullivan? It, yeah, Coachella Valley, Palm Springs. There you go. Thank you, Mr. Gordsma. Uh, so if you want to join us, Mercantile Line one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. I'm also giving away a pair of tickets. Is it for the season opener? Is that correct? Thank you, Randy. Please. Uh, Good that you made somebody movement here. I was concerned you were passed out sitting up. But thank you. Randy Cleves is alive. That is a huge update right now statewide. So why don't we take lucky caller 21. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. You'll get a pair of tickets to the Rise and their home opener in January here in downtown Grand Rapids. Caller 21. Pair of tickets will be yours. We'll set it up. You'll get emailed the tickets, right, Claves? Is that correct? Yeah, you get emailed the tickets. We'll give away a pair of hour and a pair at the end of the show. Uh, you can go for the tickets right now, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Deck your cart with Meyer Savings. This year, give the gift of savings from Meyer. Santa Bucks will save you plenty. Plus, stack your savings when you shop super low prices with the Meyer Super Sale. Ho, ho, ho. Savings for all. Don't wait to shop and save with Super Sale and Santa Bucks. This Friday and Saturday only at Meyer. Plus, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Print it at checkout. Start redeeming next week. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. 
TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Get your groove on. Everybody get up. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Robin Thicke. Same show, same night, Montel Jordan. Tickets start at $53. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Party hard. Slide into smooth. Robin Thicke and Montel Jordan. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year. Purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan Wednesday Road Show is inside the Acrisure Lounge at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids as we're celebrating the launch of Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise the Grand Rapids Rise they will start play in January run through May and they have a meet the team showcase happening tomorrow night so uh, you can show up around 6 p.m. and check out everything uh, 7 till 7.30, team introduction, skills showcase. I'll have the floor uh, set up. And afterwards, Grand Rapids Rise players and staff will sign autographs. We'll talk to Kathy George, the head coach. You remember that name at Michigan State for 17 seasons. Also VP of Volleyball Operations for the Grand Rapids Rise. Cole DeVos, uh, who was instrumental in bringing uh, the Grand Rapids Rise uh, to West Michigan uh, he'll check in before the end of the show. And also, Kerry Walsh uh, is one of the biggest names in volleyball. And she's part of the Pro Volleyball Federation, the San Diego franchise. She'll join us from California. Also, David Gregory from Bull Rush Management. He's a sports agent, got Jake Witt drafted out of northern Michigan by the Colts. And he's stuck with them and getting through a hip injury this year Colts are playing some great football David will join us and we'll talk about Jonathan Smith's contract the new head football coach at Michigan State some interesting things that Jim Comperoni from SpartanMeg.com David uh, posted uh, right after his introductory press conference that if, if he had a total of seven wins in the first three years there was like an accelerator for the deal, I, when I looked at that, I said, it, are, are you planning on 
three tough years? Is Michigan State under the impression uh, it could be very tough to kind of reframe, rebuild, relaunch uh, Michigan State football? But uh, from what you uh, looked at inside his contract, what stuck out to you? Well, there is a uh, $100,000 a year bump in the first three years if he gets seven wins. Uh, is it seven total wins or seven wins a year? See, I was kind of... Seven uh, wins a year. Seven wins a so, year. So uh, next year, he gets seven wins. He gets a hundred k bump for that. Right. I thought... When I saw seven total wins, I was like, no, you're, you're expecting like... Maybe two, that's two, what it should be. Yeah, but. <laughs> you're expecting two, two, and three? I mean, uh, that you know, you're telling the fans, I, I knew that had to be seven wins a year but you know it looks like a good deal uh we don't know what's going to happen with mel tucker if there's nothing legal filed right now with tucker is there anything that still is nothing that's hanging been made in public. the balance nothing that's been made public do you think I, I thought now that they have smith and it's a great hire i, I think it's the best modern era hire ever for michigan state he'll do things that uh, he'll go beyond what d'antonio did eventually and it, it might take four or five years to even get the foundation uh, set but to me uh, when i look at his deal when i look at them getting him i i think it would be in michigan state's best interest to cut a cut a check to tucker he never can talk. The story's never brought up again because they're starting a new era. You do not want this circling back during the offseason on a court fight in Ingham County or some federal court or wherever state Supreme, wherever court it could be. State needs to make sure that the Mel Tucker conversation never is a topic again on talk radio, Twitter, or with their fan base. You're exactly right. What you really don't want is the discovery process, and they would be able to get any document, and then people would leak it to the press, and you would know exactly who knew what when, and it would be just a continuation of the story that I think everybody wants to close the book on. Yeah, right, and just do it. Close it. This Jonathan Smith hire is really strong for Michigan State. I look at what, where he's been, the Boise States, the Washingtons, Oregon State. He has the modern offense, which is something no coach has ever brought. You know, John L. Smith was a little bit of a gunslinger, but this is going to be what you see with Washingtons, the Boise States, what you witness with Oregon State. You're already seeing a lot of guys connected to Oregon State, players and recruits, because I think he knows uh, he needs people who know his system. Uh, both sides of the ball, coaches and players, so he doesn't splash at three and nine next year. Yeah, I think the only potential drawback with Smith is he doesn't have any Midwest ties or experience. Most of his staff is coming from Oregon State, although he's keeping a couple, Barnett and Hawkins. So to me, that's the only potential drawback. Yeah, but I, I look at the league now is going west coast with oregon washington usc and ucla coming in and he, he kept barnett and hawkins i think to help keep some michigan recruiters going after some of the big names in the the quarterback transfer portal i mean what we're getting right now is and you're a lawyer and you're a certified nfl pa agent and david gregory joining us from bull rush sports management but it's college free agency now every year. Oh, it's 100%. It's, it's college free agency, and there's no salary cap. 
<laughs> so it's it really is uh, unprecedented and nothing like even free agency at the professional levels because there's really very few rules. Yeah, because with NIL, there is no cap. There is no contract you have to follow that says X amount of dollars for this. There, There's no book. So I think all these quarterbacks now, Cam Ward of Washington State, Gabriel at Oklahoma, McCord uh, at Ohio State, they put their names out there, and it becomes the highest bidder along with the situation they want. And I believe Jonathan Smith and maybe even Harbaugh in Michigan, not knowing is J.J. McCarthy going to be draft-worthy. Is he going to be high enough to leave after this year? I think a lot will depend how he plays against Alabama and or Texas and Washington if they get to the championship game. But with this NIL thing now, and you know NIL, and we've talked about it before. So when you put your name in this transfer portal and there becomes NIL offers, are players allowed to retain an agent, a lawyer, uh, how does that work? Yes, there there aren't any rules about what you can and can't do. Essentially, so so you can you can you can have an agent. You can have an agent. You just can't sign a uh, an NFLPA standard representation agreement saying I'll represent you with a professional league. You're talking about you as an agent can't right but, or other agents. So one, so a player and I've I've actually helped some players with portal issues recently. They signed an agreement with me to help them with portal and marketing issues, but I make clear that it has nothing to do with the National Football League, so it won't affect their eligibility. So, there, and what is that balance between affecting the eligibility? So, if you're, let's say, Kyle McCord, the quarterback from Ohio State, and let's say Texas A&M was interested, right? Right. Let's just say they're interested. Do they offer? If you're with Bull Rush Management and you're the agent, do you connect to an AD, a coach, a booster? How does that deal get done? It's both. In my recent experience, sometimes you contact the director of player personnel at a school and they get back and, to and you. And colleges have that now. It's not just the NFL. They all longer, do. They almost right? all do. They have directors of player personnel or general managers or both. Essentially, even before the portal or opened you could call people they would at least be open to the conversation of making an evaluation but they wouldn't talk about anything else until the portal opened but generally and then some other schools want you to talk to the collective first and the collective brokers essentially act as the acts as the middleman for the entirety of the deal so is there a a value book on players that circulates on three, uh, on three dot com is the closest thing we have, to and that's it. what the Wolverine dot com and Spartan yes. dot com, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's it really is an estimate, I, and I don't think you can believe. I, I think they're probably to some extent inflated because people want the numbers to appear larger. I, I'm not saying there isn't significant sums of money involved, but there is no, there is no uniform reporting. So we really don't know. So Dante Moore is in the portal from former Detroit high school area QB, went to UCLA, didn't work out. Uh, there has been speculation, both Michigan State and maybe even more Michigan, that he could be in line uh, for an NIL deal. But then they got the stud kid from uh, North Carolina waiting in the wings. They don't know if J.J. is going to be around, if, if this is his final year. So Dante Moore would have a lawyer 
uh, reach out to like the Michigan Collective and find out how much money they're willing to offer? Is that per year? Is that for the remainder of your career? Uh, how, how do they get to that number? I think you would probably arrive at a yearly number. But Dante Moore is is already represented by one of the largest agencies in, in, really? in the country, yes. So even though that is an agency that does NFL, PA, you know, draft representation work, contract advisory work, this is a different scope of work. You can be represented by me or any other agent as long as you don't sign that NFL PA document. So when the money exchanges hands in NIL deals, I've always wondered this. How does that work? For instance, Hunter Dickinson, when he waited for a Michigan counteroffer, finally said, I'm gone. Um, he's going to go play basketball for Bill Self, which he's doing right now at Kansas. When does money start exchanging hands? And to who? How is that given to the player? The, the ones that you read about in the media, like Hunter Dickinson, would be, in my experience, that the money would start to flow probably upon him making some personal appearances or doing some social media posts. Or, oh, you mean the players are actually working for the money? David, really? There has to be some exchange of I, I value. See, I hardly see any of that. A few commercials, right? National yeah, commercials. It could be autograph sessions. It could be social media posts. It could be appearances. I, I, I do think... You can argue about whether what they're doing is worth the money they're being paid, but there does have to be some exchange of value. By the player has to do something to receive the money, then they're receiving it by and large from the collectives. David Gregory, he is a lawyer by trade, certified NFLPA agent uh, with Bull Rush Sports Management based uh, here in the Grand Rapids area. He'll be with us throughout the broadcast. Here in about 30 minutes, I want to get to your thoughts on the proposal, the NCAA is talking about this new subdivision, which I think would be the Power Five or schools that had money about paying all of their student athletes a yearly salary. We'll touch on that. Uh, you can follow David Gregory and Bull Rush Sports uh, on Twitter. Stick around, okay? Will do. Uh, David Gregory joining us inside the Akershire Lounge at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. We are celebrating the launch and debut in January of the Grand Rapids Rise, Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise. And they have the Meet the Team Showcase tomorrow night, really around 6 o'clock. Uh, you can show up uh, and hang out, and you can get team autographs, coaches and players. There'll be a skill showcase and more. They'll have the court uh, on or laid down here at Van Andel Arena. That is tomorrow. And if you want to follow the Grand Rapids Rise and find out about single-match tickets, half-season, six-home match packages, full-season, 12-home matches, ticket plans, and group ticket sales, 10 or more, go to grrise.com and also follow the Grand Rapids Rise on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are going to talk to Carrie Walsh Jennings. She's connected to the San Diego franchise in the Pro Volleyball Federation, one of the greatest beach volleyball players ever in the history of the sport. She'll join us coming up also more with David Gregory on Jonathan Smith's contract at MSU. And what about this proposal? I think it's going to be the Power Five, and it could change the shape of tournaments, postseason, playoffs, well, a Power Four now. Well, it, But the Pac-2 is still there. They, they could be a player. It's the Power Four. But don't count out the pack two right now with Oregon State and Washington State. We'll talk about that coming up in 30 minutes. You want to join in on the conversation? 
check-in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now the Pistons and NBA action is out there with the NBA in-season tournament. Time for you to get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and then you can get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers will get that 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE. The crown is yours. Remember code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get that 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, Help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older, physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. We are in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena inside the Acrisure VIP Lounge celebrating the launch of the Pro Volleyball Federation's Grand Rapids franchise, the Grand Rapids Rise. They have a Meet the Team event tomorrow night, 7 p.m. in downtown GR. Carrie Walsh Jennings is set to join us from California. She brought women's pro volleyball to the San Diego area. Carrie also arguably one of the greatest volleyball players ever uh, in the history of this world. She joins us on the Michigan Sports Network. How are you doing, Carrie? I'm so good, Bill. How are you? Doing good. Uh, let's talk about this pro volleyball league. Uh, for somebody listening who their kids uh, may play travel volleyball, high school volleyball, they may have played back in the day. 
what is the setup uh, with the Pro Volleyball Federation? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are set to launch first game starting at the end of January 2024. In the inaugural season, there will be seven teams ranging from Orlando, Florida, Omaha, Grand Rapids, as you know, all the way to San Diego, Las Vegas as well. Um, And each team will have a roster of 15 athletes. There will be two internationals. We will have some of the best talent in America. And typically, I don't know if most people know, but once people graduate college, generally, if you want to play professional volleyball, you have to go overseas. So you find yourself in South America, in Asia, or in Europe to make a living doing what you love. But the best thing about the Pro Volleyball Federation is that they are keeping America's best talent here at home, and they're giving these you know, amazing collegiate athletes a place to stay at home and continue to grow on their, you know, on their platform, on their NIL you know, awareness, and so they can build their brand at home and make a living doing what they love. Uh, where is, uh, from girls volleyball at the club travel level to high school, uh, to the collegiate level, uh, to now uh, the Pro Volleyball Federation, uh, how is the growth tracking across the country? It's insane. <laughs> like, I don't know the specific numbers, but we are a rocket ship, and women's indoor volleyball has been a rocket ship for many, many years now. I mean, ever since I started playing, I played at Stanford. Um, I graduated in 2000, and we have been on a continual ascension plan for so long. And it's because of all the amazing opportunities in D1, D2, D3, NAIA volleyball. Um, you can get a lot of scholarships for indoor volleyball. But typically, like I said, you, usually, you either go overseas to be a pro, or you just kind of skip that and you go straight to the U.S. national team. And so for us to now have a professional league here in America that bridges the gap between collegiate and USA national team, it's just ginormous. You know, when I was 10 years old, my parents took me to a Stanford University game and I was a ball girl. That one experience planted the seed that changed my entire life. I was determined. I was hungry. My mind was made up. I was going to play in college. And look where it's taken me. It's taken me all around the world. And now I'm part of this amazing pro league real professional league in america and it's wonderful what the sport can do yeah speaking of the sport women's volleyball is already popular ranks as a third most viewed collegiate sport only behind men's football and men's basketball and now there is the pro volleyball federation carrie walsh jennings brought women's pro volleyball to the san diego area and now cole devos and the team kathy george bringing pro volleyball to the west side of michigan van andel arena they'll start play in january run through may the grand rapids rise carrie thank you so much for your time good luck and i'm really curious to see where this pro league goes it's going to be incredible. And real quick, I just want to applaud Cole and the DeVos family for stepping up. They were the first team signed, and it takes Warriors to do that. And they have an amazing coach um, in Kathy George. And so as an athlete and as a competitor, I cannot wait to take on uh, Michigan and to have so much fun growing this league together. And our hope is that we can sell our arenas, that the people who love women's sports, who love volleyball in general, will show up every single game, support this league, and really put their action behind Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Carrie. Uh, And good luck with the San Diego franchise. And we appreciate your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. My pleasure. Merry Christmas, everybody. Take care. Yeah, back at you. Yeah, Carrie Walsh Jennings, you can hear her excitement. And one note if you remember the TV game, Nebraska was was over 70,000, David, uh, volleyball for an outdoor match at Husker Stadium. I, I think it was 70. Was it 71, 72, maybe even more than that?
Yeah, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty darn impressive. Amazing turnout there in uh, Huskerland. It's uh, the only thing they like uh, more than women's volleyball well, is their football. When, when I saw that note from uh, Randy Cleves, uh, the VP of Media Relations Communications for the Grand Rapids Griffins and the Grand Rapids Rise, that it's the third most watched college sport behind college football and basketball. That was surprising. David Gregory, the other voice you hear, he is an NFLPA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports based in West Michigan. We'll talk about the NCAA uh, proposal to pay athletes and have a new subdivision of players and schools that pay their athletes. That will be coming up also more about the Grand Rapids Rise. Kathy George, their head coach, VP of Volleyball Operations. You want to join in, Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also, all the podcasts are free. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two from the Acrisure Lounge in downtown Grand Rapids at Vanandal Arena. We're celebrating the launch of Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise, the Grand Rapids Rise. They open up play in January. They do have a Meet the Team showcase tomorrow night, a little after 6 p.m., right around 7. You can stop by. It's free admission. Meet the Grand Rapids Rise players and coaches. They'll sign autographs. They'll have team introductions, skills showcase. That is tomorrow night here at Van Andel Arena with the Grand Rapids Rise. Also, you can follow the Grand Rapids Rise on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're interested in season ticket packages, group packages for travel teams, high school volleyball teams, just go to GRRise.com. That is GRRise.com. They'll be a part of the Pro Volleyball Federation. Kathy George, who had 17 unbelievable seasons at Michigan State as their volleyball coach, is the coach of the Rise, and she'll join us coming up at the end of the hour. David Gregory, he is a lawyer by trade, certified NFLPA sports agent with Bull Rush Sports Management. He's based in West Michigan. Uh, we'll continue our conversation. We'll talk about this NCAA proposal to have a new subdivision of schools that all pay every athlete on campus because of Title IX. Update on Harbaugh's contract. We talked to Clayton Safey. It looks like they're moving forward. Language is a big key right now. I think Michigan's smart here to get this done before the playoff and also as more NFL jobs uh, will open up. And then will J.J. McCarthy stay? Uh, you know, Jeff Risden said I he had him high second round, low first round. 
You know, could Harbaugh and J.J. be a package deal? You're hearing things with Warren and the Big Ten, and would Harbaugh go to the Bears? Chargers seem like a a destination where they're not maximizing uh, their talent right now. What about the Raiders? What about J.J. and Harbaugh there in Vegas, which is site for the Super Bowl? And Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros, which is heard weekday mornings, on our flagship station, 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids. He did call me last night, and I can't believe I had this conversation. He said, hey, should we make plans for the Super Bowl? And I'm like, wow. Are we having a conversation about making plans out in Vegas for the Super Bowl? That's crazy, man. Lions are 9-3. and three. I just, right now, I don't think anybody is getting through uh, the Niners unless, you know, McCaffrey, Brock Purdy. And, again, you watched him get hurt last year uh, in the playoffs. David, you're an NFLPA certified agent. Jake Witt from the Upper Peninsula played at Northern. Uh, You got him drafted by the Indianapolis Colts, and he signed and had a nice salary this year, even with an injury. Colts are playing, by the way, really good football, and they're in the playoff hunt, believe it or not. I mean, that is phenomenal what they're doing right now. Yeah, they think – I talked to Jake this week in, in Indianapolis for the Big Ten championship game. He went to the game, and uh, he said, we think it's going to come right down to the last week of the season when we have the Texans at home. Uh, C.J. Stroud versus Minshew for a playoff spot. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, no, the Colts are playing great. Certainly, uh, they put together a, a testament to their G- GM, Chris Ballard. He's put together a good roster that doesn't need – you know, Gardner Minshew's been adequate, but, you know, uh, it would have been better to have Anthony Richardson. The storyline in the NFL are teams that are exceeding expectations. Lions, we expected a lot going in, at least to win the NFC North with Rodgers gone. But, you know, you're looking at C.J. Stroud in Houston. Uh, even the Bengals with Burrow with the injury and what they did uh, winning at uh, Jacksonville – the NFL is in a really good spot right now. But the 49ers, think about what they've done destroying Philly at Philly. Cowboys at home, I think 42-10. And they destroyed Jacksonville in Jacksonville. If you have to go through San Francisco to get the Super Bowl, that is next to near impossible task. I know, but just a few weeks ago, everybody said, what's wrong with San Francisco? They lost three straight games. Just goes to show you that how tough the NFL is. And you know the X factor that they had during that three-game stretch was their all-world left tackle, Trent Williams, wasn't available. And everybody says they're a different team when they have Trent Williams in the game in addition to Debo Samuel and, and McCaffrey. Yeah, I tell you, man, the Niners are just playing some great football right now. Uh, I look at that team and, you know, when they had that three-game losing streak, they didn't have Samuel. And McCaffrey wasn't 100% healthy. So you can do the math on whatever you want to. Uh, but, man, they look good. They really do. Uh, Philly, I, I, if the Lions had to go to Philly a- after they won a home game, which could be Matt Stafford coming back to Detroit, could you? I, I talked with Jeff Risner from the Lions Wire in studio yesterday. That would be the biggest storyline outside of maybe if they won the Super Bowl. I, I, I wouldn't fear winning in Philly. The Niners look like they are, not look. They are the best team in the NFL right now. 
when they're firing on all cylinders, they they certainly seem to be a cut above everybody else. Oh, that you know, Brock Purdy could win the MVP. I mean, you 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 have Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and Brock Purdy. You know, where, where was Jake Witt drafted out of Northern Michigan? Seventh round. And Purdy was Mister Irrelevant, the last guy taken in the seventh round. But yes, yeah, the very last guy in the seventh round. Mm. And he's going to get paid. He could be the. He could end up the MVP this year. He could. C.J. Stroud and him, legitimately, when you look at everything else, Lamar Jackson has come back to earth. And you start to think, those two guys, you know, Dak Prescott, look how well the Cowboys are playing. You know, that, that's a game for the Lions later in the year. Wherever they're at with the record, when they go to Dallas will tell me if they're prepared to go on the road, if needed, to a Philly or San Francisco and win. If they could go there and get a W... Cowboys have been, like, rolling everybody at home. If they could beat the Cowboys, that would give me hope that the Lions could get to the Super Bowl. And, yeah. and by the way, when you look at the AFC right now, Dolphins, who, who are the best teams? Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs are going to be there at the end. Dolphins. Hey, the, Ravens. Ravens, if Lamar Jackson stays healthy. They may well have the number one Miami seat. doesn't have that look like they're world beaters to me, right, the Dolphins? Mm, uh, some good drafts out there, uh, by the way, uh, from some NFL teams and those young coaches showing, and Dan Campbell's one of them, uh, showing that culture still makes a difference. So w- with the transfer portal, with guys not going to bowl games now, uh, you're an agent, NFL PA certified agent with Bull Rush Sports Management. Caleb Williams isn't going to play uh, in the bowl game for USC. Uh where is the process at right now on guys getting ready for the NFL draft? It's underway, isn't it? Well, yes, it is. If you're uh, Look, if you don't have a playoff game that you're in, if you're in, say, FCS uh, or Division Two, or you're not in a bowl game uh, right now for FBS, then you can sign with an agent right now. You can, declare your, you can declare yourself for the draft. You can sign a representation agreement with someone like myself at Bull Rush Sports. And then you're making arrangements right now to – where are you going to do your training? Where are you going to stay? Are you going to do position work with a, a certain person outside just your training facility? In your training facilities where you're getting ready for the pro day test or the combine tests, you have to worry about your position work if you're a lineman or a quarterback. Uh, and you're also starting to get your invites in and consider what all-star games you might go to. Uh, am I going to go to the senior bowl if they invite me? You know, the top 15 or 20 draft picks won't go to the Senior Bowl, but back-end uh, first-rounders and second- and third-round guys, they will go to the Senior Bowl. Very coveted invite. And the Senior Bowl made an adjustment to who's eligible to play in that game. It won't just be the seniors. Right. You can, you can now play in that game even if you don't, uh, even if you're not a senior with no more eligibility. And, and the COVID years kind of screwed that all up and how you count what year somebody's in. Interesting tidbit. And here's somebody you should have in your show, Bill. The executive director of the Senior Bowl and the person credited with really modernizing their operations and their, and their social media game and, I guess, just their general presentation is Jim Nagy, who's from Traverse City. He comes back every summer. It's a small world, isn't it? It's a tiny world. What about the players opting out and not playing in bowl games? I, I think that's a real negative, and I get that they don't want to get hurt, that some of them can take out insurance packages to protect some of what could be lost but the these bowl games not having their full teams 
This tells me that we're going to see an evolution, and it's going to happen quick. We got the 12-team playoff next year. That next cycle on those TV deals, I think it will go to 24 like you see football subdivision, Division two, and Division three. Because you got to keep those players. They're not going to walk away from a team in the playoffs. Most likely some might, but it's a lot hard. I just think uh, it's not quite the black mark on the record that it used to be for teams evaluating because players. Because it's high-level guys. It's high-level guys, and the Bulls used to be more important than they are now. Uh, they don't feed into the national championship uh, narrative anymore. So, uh, look, there's 16 teams uh, have their starting – 16 Bull teams have their quarterbacks in the transfer portal right now. 16 teams and three others have quarterbacks who are opting out. What are you hearing from the scouts and people you know looking at J.J. McCarthy from Michigan? Uh, I've seen him early. Mid-season, he was a projected top 15 uh, first-rounder. Then it, then it slid down to lower second round, third round, uh, then back up now maybe to high second round, low first round. I really think that game against the athletes from the Alabama defense – will be a true NFL-ready measuring stick for J.J. McCarthy. I think it's a big game for him. And I think J.J. is just a competitor, and he just wants to win just because he wants to win for his team. And I think that's something that teams really like about him. I don't think he's a me-first guy. He's definitely a we-first guy. He's a team-first guy. But the question is, is he a top-15 draft pick, or is he in the back end of the first round? That's my that's – my, that's my, uh, I guess, dividing line. And you look at Harbaugh and the report that the Wolverines.com had yesterday on working on that new deal, which we uh, discussed, where Santa Ono wants to get it done uh, to show their commitment that Clayton Safey was on with us last hour, did say insiders were telling the Wolverine.com that there was some wording that he could not entertain the NFL until next year if he signed this new deal. Again, it's nothing's finalized, but that kind of told me that maybe J.J. is going to do another year, get collective big NIL money to come back and play. He can hone his craft with Harbaugh, and Harbaugh gives it one more year. But then he's loaded with uh, another hot shot five-star quarterback coming in. I, you're Jim Harbaugh. We're just saying he's gone for the NFL because of what's happened. But then the school is showing support here, which tells you that whatever the NCAA has isn't worthy – of not giving him a new deal. Where are you at on the hardball contract? And also, what do you think? Should J.J. go or does he come back for another year? Well, you know, people, it's like when Saban was a college coach, they speculate every year he was going to the NFL uh, back before he got to Alabama. So, and they speculate that every year with uh, Jim Harbaugh. I think he does a good job of maximizing his leverage, and I, and I mean that as a compliment. Uh, I do think there's a significant chance that he'll be suspended for some number of games next year. I don't think that's an insignificant risk. And if you're J.J. McCarthy, I guess, you know, what happens is if you're in the top 15 or top 10, that is a significant jump in money, especially on the signing bonus side. So big, it probably really isn't worth it to stay in college unless you can get into that 10 million figure, 7 to 10 million maybe for uh, in NIL, I think that's that's. Uh, but if you're in that top, there are it, some six million dollar. You know, when you look at NIL right now at the D1 level, 
Did I see something that Deion Sanders' son at Colorado was getting like six million? I, I didn't see that. But I mean, we don't know, me. but, we, but we don't know what's true and what's well, right. what's just being thrown out there on Twitter, Facebook, or in some by blog, agents, by agents, by agents, in a blog article, right? Or by coaches who you know want to appear to be the place that's paying their players the best. But look, I think. Uh, if J.J. can get in the top 15, it's going to be a lot more of a signing bonus than if he's in the back half of the of the first round. So, uh, again, but if he performs well against Alabama, win or lose, his draft status will probably go up. Yeah, this NIL thing, the transfer portal, NIL, these are the stories that dominate conversation right now. Yeah, the college football playoff with Michigan, a local school in it, but uh, the quarterbacks lining up. You mentioned the number of quality quarterbacks looking for the best NIL deal. Just because they're in the portal doesn't mean they can't come back. Yeah, it doesn't mean they'll leave, but they'll certainly shop themselves around. And when high-profile players enter the portal, they generally do leave. Um, you know, Kyle McCord from Ohio State, did he want to go in the portal, or was he encouraged to go in the or, portal? Or, or did Ryan Day, Day told him, hey, we're, go- we're going after Cam Ward from Washington State, where Washington State reporter was on his short list, and this guy can run. I, I think Ryan Day... Wants a quarterback that can tuck it and run and throw. Well, I think um, it would certainly help their record against Michigan. Obviously, he's 0-3 in the last three years, so he needs to do something. Yeah, and, I mean, and, they, and, and Ohio State is loaded with talent. So it really speaks to the coaching job that Harbaugh is doing with that program right now. Ohio State is no slouch. They're beating everybody in the Big Ten except Michigan. That was a good game plan, but it wasn't Harbaugh on the sideline. He was there all week, though, in preparation. He just wasn't there on game day. And I I just look at J.J., even the Iowa game. I get they they felt they had, you know, they could check everything down and just get out of there with a W because Iowa had a pathetic offense, decent defense. I just don't think J.J. McCarthy is NFL ready. Well, I'm not sure about that, Bill, but he doesn't seem to have a ton of weapons on the outside this year. The speed guys. Uh, I mean – Look, and, and I think that will be an issue against an Alabama, uh, even against Iowa, who has a really pretty good defense. Number 29, their defensive back was all over the field. No, I, 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 one, I, one I love thing, that kid. One thing I will say in preparation for Alabama for Michigan, you have faced a Penn State hostile defense on the road. With great defensive linemen. Ohio State, the best defense I've seen from them. Maybe you go old school back to the camouflage days when they were playing the U, right? Yep. Out in the desert. And now you look at Iowa and Alabama. So Michigan has been prepared where they got to line up and pound the football. Now, again, losing Zach Zenner, you know, breaking the leg, that hurts. Uh, but they've been battle tested. That's why, that's why they're a favorite right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board, a point and a half over Alabama. Yeah, against Iowa, though, it felt like Iowa's taken away the middle of the field and they had to go to the sidelines a lot on their passing game. They're just so, you know, at the end, they were starting to do five wide and throw the ball and move it a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, why don't you come out that way? You had nothing to lose. You're Iowa. You're a 23-and-a-half-point underdog. Michigan's defense is the fastest to the football I've ever seen from a Michigan team. Fastest. Well, to the football. It was, uh, I was at the game, and it was a brutal affront to offensive football to watch uh, Iowa. But it's good, it, it's good to be there, and the Tony Petiti uh, giving it to Zach Zenner, and Harbaugh maybe giving it to the Big Ten commissioner, and he's getting booed, and he's walking off. They, they did everything they could to try and derail Michigan season, and they stayed 
galvanized in the bunker and they're playing Alabama as the one seed on New Year's Day in Pasadena. It's an amazing, this team. Uh, you know what? Outside distractions, outside pressure can either tear you apart or bring you closer together. Seems to be bringing Michigan closer together. Uh, and in addition to being a very talented team, this is a great team that seems to be cohesive and, and overcomes adversity. I want to get to that NCAA uh, proposal and that article and story and your viewpoint as a sports agent with Bull Rush Sports Management, David Gregory, uh, lawyer by trade, and what that could mean to the future of college sports, paying every athlete in a new football subdivision, which would be schools with money, versus schools without money who reportedly still could play in championships but, you know, you know the schools with money are going to guarantee spots for their champion, and uh, you're going to welcome in uh, the payday games and payday teams. Well, I really want to get into that coming up. If you're just joining us, we are live inside the Akersher Lounge at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR, celebrating the launch of Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise, the Grand Rapids Rise. And they have a meet and greet, which is free and open to the public tomorrow night at 7 p.m. here at Van Andel Arena. They begin play in January, run through May. If you want to find out about the team tickets, maybe bring in your high school volleyball team, a travel volleyball team to a game, go to GRRise.com. That is GRRise.com. And follow the Grand Rapids Rise on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined. At Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. 
future for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer back at our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in downtown Grand Rapids. I'm inside the VIP lounge, the Acrisure VIP lounge with two VPs, Sean Wright, VP of Sales and Marketing, and also Randy Cleves, VP of Communication. I knew these guys when they were janitors here. And now they're VPs. And Sean's daughter, he's very proud of her. She just signed on to play softball at Grand Valley. What's your daughter's first name, Sean? Allie. Allie Wright, a great softball player. Had some D1 offers going to play D2. I mentioned earlier that Randy Cleese's son, Reagan Cleese, is the play-by-play voice of the CMU club hockey team. A lot of people don't realize CMU has a club hockey team, so he's chasing a dream. He wants to be the next Bobby Big Time Kayser. And then David Gregory from Bull Rush Sports, NFL PA certified agent, joining us. A lot of stories connected to laws, contracts uh, in the world of sports right now. Uh, the NCAA story uh, we'll touch on coming up in about 30 minutes because that's a game changer. It's not the Power Five anymore, as I mentioned, because it's the Pac-2 with Oregon State and Washington. You know, if the Pac-2, life is about timing. If the Pac-12 doesn't blow up, and arguably they had their greatest year, they had the greatest year, Jonathan, Jonathan Smith never leaves that conference. Probably not. He loves Oregon State. He's an no, Oregon no, State no, guy. Yeah, he, he never leaves. But when it was he the Pac-2, no right, Pac-2, <laughs> he had to take the job. Right. And he was working it, and he was transparent and honest with everybody. So there wasn't an outcry where he left, because I think he just told everybody the writing's on the wall. What do you want me to do? Yeah, and now, now with the big four, whatever we want to call it, power four, you have the ACC, but Florida State is so irritated right now. How about Ron DeSantis said that they're going to carve out a million dollars in their budget to bring a – Legal action against the college football playoff committee, organization, because of what happened. I don't think they have any legal ground to stand on. I don't think they do either, but it certainly makes a good uh, press release if you're, yeah, if it, you're a governor running for president. And that, and and Florida, that's, Florida. A, that's a long run right now there for Ronnie DeSantis in the 2024 marathon. But you get everybody in Florida behind you, right? Well, because chances are you, I, I don't think he's headed towards the White House. It might be back to his beach house in Florida. 
Well, hey, you know, newsflash, Florida is important in presidential elections. It is. I don't know if you ever heard that. It is. It is very important. I Really? Uh, Bush Gore? <laughs> I have never, I've, never, I've never heard that. Texas is important for elections, but why not let 7 million people cross the border? But I'm not going to get into politics right now. Uh, we are talking about what's left of the Power Five and the Big Four. And we'll get to that NCAA story on paying basically that football subdivision would be the power four in any other schools that wanted to join, but would the power four let other schools uh, join? There's a lot of positioning, and I'm telling you, I always said this when they did the power five, that one day those schools would have their own league, championships, trophies, because their thought process would be, why do I want to share with anybody else? I think you're exactly right, and this this proposal we'll talk about later is from Charlie Baker, the head of the NCAA. It's not coming from the conferences, and I think it's in part a reaction to try to keep them on reservation, if you will, to keep the Big Ten and um, SEC from doing their own thing, creating their own Super League for football. Yeah, and, you, and this movement, and we'll go through uh, the proposal, uh, the story I saw from Ross Dellinger at Yahoo.com. Uh, what it would mean where they're going to pay 30000 give or take. There's no set numerical number, but because of Title IX to every single athlete on that campus. And to me, it sounds like you're protecting the power four. That's your goal here. You don't want it to disintegrate because look how fast the Pac-12 went away. Yeah, I think they want to keep uh, they want to keep the big schools, uh, the big conferences from from bolting, and this is their uh, proposal to do it. And it's actually, uh, if you want to start talking about it now, it's you can do unlimited NIL. The school can pay the NIL directly, which they can't right now. They have to go through collectives, which creates a lot of problems. And in exchange, you have to agree to give one half of your athletes one half of your athletes 30,000 a year one half i think that's the title nine play the the idea would be it would probably go to the female athletes and then the male football players could in exchange so they're following the title nine guidelines on being able to pay i think it's their attempt to uh comply with title nine all right i want to get into that the the whole proposal coming up more in about 30 minutes what do you see as a future with the big four now and with still, you know, Florida State's angry about not getting in. But I'm sorry, when you looked at their schedule compared to everybody else, it's not just about going undefeated. That was the Notre Dame mantra. Remember when they got waxed uh, by Alabama? We've seen that, that, oh, we're undefeated. Ball State should have been in. You know, no, it's not about going undefeated. I think when you look inside the numbers and you, you look at the quality victories and you ask Florida State their biggest win, road win was at Clemson, an 8-4 and four team, okay? And, they, yeah, they beat LSU early in the year, but LSU was a three-loss team. It seemed like a big win at the time. Maybe lost a little I don't luster. Know. I think the piling on was that there was the underdog mentality in America where you were cheering for Florida State with Travis Hunter and the quarterback getting hurt and let these guys get in because there's no justification for Florida State for anyone to say they're a better football team than Alabama. Well, look, here's what you, you've watched both. You play college football at Northern Michigan. You you look at Alabama versus Georgia and Florida State versus Louisville, 
and you tell me who is the better football team Well, last weekend. Florida State would be a two-touchdown underdog to every other team in the playoffs, number one. But number two, you can't say Florida State got hosed unless you tell me who should, they should have jumped. You don't get to say They're saying Florida State should have jumped Alabama, that Alabama should have been left out because Texas beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa earlier in the season. Alabama also just beat the two-time defending national champion who won 29 straight games. Hadn't lost in almost three calendar years. Which is uh, kind of a modern day. I know that So who who, would you want out? This is the Florida State argument to, you know, Nicole Auerbach and the Pete Thamels and all the butt kissers on Twitter. You can leave out Alabama, SEC champion, no. You go, who are you going to leave out? You leave out Texas? No. You, you can watch the championship games, and Washington earned it. Michigan earned it. Really, not so much against Iowa, but the week before against Ohio State and winning on the road at Penn State. And then you look at Texas earned it, what the destroyed Oklahoma State. Well, and they went into Tuscaloosa and beat them by and 10 Alabama, points. Alabama, Alabama, Georgia had won 29 straight. They were the number one team in every college football playoff ranking until the end. I would have put Florida State at six. And then when they were unveiling that on ESPN. So, all right, David, I do want to get to the NCAA paying players uh, directly, NIL money, that story coming up after the top of the hour. David Gregory is a lawyer by trade, an NFL PA certified agent with Bull Rush Sports Management. He is based in Grand Rapids, and they do deal uh, with NIL. Uh, he'll deal with the smaller uh, division players who have an NFL dream to the big names. Uh, just go to Twitter, search Bull Rush uh, Sports, and follow David Gregory also on Twitter. Next segment, Kathy George, volleyball legend at Michigan State, head coach of the Grand Rapids Rise. They begin play in the Pro Volleyball Federation in January through May here in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. Coach George will join us next and we'll talk about the Meet the Team showcase tomorrow night. That's free at 7 p.m. here at Van Andel Arena with the Rise Players Coaches Skills Showcase team introductions, and more. If you want to find out about the team, if you want to get uh, tickets, season packages for six or 12 matches, or you want to bring a group, go to grrise.com. That is grrise.com. And follow the Grand Rapids Rise on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Get your groove on. Everybody get up. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Robin Thicke. Same show, same night. Montel Jordan. Tickets start at $53. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Party hard. Slide into smooth. Robin Thicke and Montel Jordan. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery.
Hi, I'm Casey. I don't just work at Meyer. I shop there. Get a $10 coupon like I just did when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Print it at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And get a Meyer spiral sliced ham for 89 cents per pound with M Perks. Discount automatically applied when you enter your M Perks ID limit one. And save even more with M Perks with a dollar off per gallon of gas. Get the same low prices in store and online. For big deals and great quality, shop Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now the Pistons and NBA action is out there with the NBA in-season tournament. Time for you to get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and then you can get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers will get that 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE. The crown is yours. Remember code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get that 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Help. Call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older. Physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan Wednesday road show inside the Acrisure VIP lounge at Benandel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. We're here celebrating the launch of Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise. The Grand Rapids Rise will begin play in January, run through May in the Pro Volleyball Federation. Some of the best volleyball players in the world. If you want info on the team, season tickets, individual tickets. Uh, if you want to meet the team tomorrow night, 7 p.m., free admission uh, here at Van Andel Arena. And their head coach, uh, a living volleyball legend. Uh, man, 302-233 record, qualified for the NCAA tournament 10 times at Michigan State. Now the head coach of the Grand Rapids Rise and VP of Volleyball Operations. We want to welcome in uh, Kathy George. Hey there, uh, to thank the huge you. Show. Good to have you back. Yes, How are you doing? Good to see you. Yeah, I'm taking the winter jacket, the Grand Rapids yes, Rise here. I noticed... Uh, Randy Cleves, VP of Communications, didn't give me one of those really cool Grand Rapids Rise. That's because Randy Cleves doesn't have one. He he's doesn't have one. He's saying, "Hey, I need a jacket." <laughs> he's looking at. He did. He did the double point back yes, at you. Did. Yes, you did. And Tom Sullivan's got a GQ photo shoot outside the yeah, Acrisure doors. Like, look at that he nice is. jacket he's got on. He there. really looks like yes. he's getting ready to do some Netflix series or something. <laughs> Thank you, Tom Sullivan from Lead Marketing, the leaders in marketing, digitally. 
Uh, digitally, right? Is that right? Am I saying, is that a word? It sounds like I'm making up a word. Uh, <laughs> Kathy George, uh, the Grand Rapids Rise. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the process, mm. how this came to life, and now it's real. Uh, you open up your season uh, in January in the Pro Volleyball Federation. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, yesterday they said it was a year from when it was announced, and the team came in at the same time. So we have a mini camp right now, and and uh, it was really exciting. Um, just the growth that we've had throughout the year, and I started a long time ago. But you know, and I'm like, I need to coach, right? Because it's been a long time since I've been out there on the on the court, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun to finally get the team here after pulling them all together and doing all the little things like to get this thing rolling. So getting it rolling and now in that pro category, not college, not travel volleyball, not high school volleyball, all are really strong Mm -hmm. and college volleyball really strong in the state of Michigan. It's a it's a volleyball uh, state when it comes to uh, female athletes. Now getting fans in uh, to Van Andel Arena, uh, mm-hmm. getting fan interest mm-hmm. uh, with the Grand Rapids Rise. What have those discussions been like? Well, you know there is. It's the part. It's the number one participation sport for women in the state, and uh, it's really. Um, you know, I've been around this all the way through. I worked at. I mean, I was a coach at Western Michigan, Central Michigan, and Michigan State, and you know we've just had watched those crowds grow and uh, grow and grow, and you know we know we feel the energy. All of them are talking about it. In fact, hope they just came back from. A championship run themselves and she said hey can when can we come out you know what we want to be a part of it and you know we know that there are a lot of teams that are going to get here and and show support yeah because when you when you think about the support for the grand rapids rise and pro volleyball the only pro volleyball franchise in the state of michigan and i'm talking uh, across the state Mm -hmm. uh, who can come to van andel arena because of that travel volleyball that starts at a young age, huge. high school volleyball has some of the best high school teams mm-hmm. in the country, in the mm-hmm. state of Michigan. And you mentioned Hope College and uh, the other schools. Well, they're so all good. The base is there, mm-hmm. right? The base is there. You know, you have all the different levels playing, and they're playing at a really high level. And so it's it's fun. You know, we've gone around here, Grand Rapids. We've had some players get out in the community. We've been watching a lot of matches, both in the in colleges at different universities and at, at the high school games. So it's been a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, volleyball would be the nonstop action for some neutral sports fan Mm -hmm. who's never been to a volleyball match, let alone a Mm -hmm. pro volleyball match. What would it be like coming to watch uh, the Grand Rapids Rise here at Van Andel Arena? Well, I think it's okay. So I'm going to say this because I I know this to be true. But when people go to watch, um, you know, the beginning volleyball playing, you know, a lot of parents are there, everybody's watching, people watch the ball hit the floor and everybody's going, what's so exciting about this, right? But as they learn to play the game, it gets more and more exciting because it's just so athletic and it's so, um, it, it people have to work together and you have to cover ground and you just see them get better and better and better. And so the fans um, really grow to appreciate it. I remember, you know, being at Michigan State, we'd always, I'd always invite people, I'd always get different people to come to the match and they'd get there and they don't know what it's about, kind of like you, they'd come into the game and they say, what is this? You know, I have no clue what they're doing. And um, and we'd always put them in the courtside and they'd come and they'd always inevitably buy courtside seats the next year. And we had a waiting list for that because people would just keep coming in the fan base grew and grew and grew because they love the sport and they knew nothing about it. Speaking of knowing something about it, yeah, you do have some Michigan flavor to your yes, mini camp roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simone Abbott uh, from Northfield, Michigan on mm-hmm. uh, the east side of the state. And for our listeners on WHTC 
in the Holland Lakeshore area, Alyssa Garvelink Jensen, six uh, yes. four. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the size yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, height is a key. Yes, it is. Uh, in, but know, she can jump men too. Or, they're, men or they're, they're girls, just all of them volleyball. Jump. Yep, yep, yep. And then also from uh, Southern Michigan, Berrien Springs. Uh, Holly Tolliver, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, another Michigan state. So you have, you have you know uh, nine different states, three different countries, and the three players from the state of Michigan. Yeah, and my director of ops, who's also an assistant coach, is Mackenzie Walsh, and she played at the University of Michigan too. So we have you know we have quite a few people that are you know from this area and are, have been involved. What's the talent separator from? college to pro volleyball well it's interesting i think that you know college volleyball you know i've been in that the big 10 is one of the best conferences in the country and so i've been surrounded by that and a lot of players in that league have gone on to play professionally and and have been all-americans but every single person on our roster has been either an all-american or played internationally on their national teams because we have one from bulgaria and one from um colombia and both of them play for their you know their olympic team so to speak and um and the rest of them they're all they've all been all-americans they've all stood out at their schools and they've they've played at the highest level and i remember some of them in my camp for crying out loud when they were little ones and so they've grown up and i'm just so you know proud of what they've been able to do but they're playing at a really high level and the game is so fast and the rallies keep going because of these great plays it's kind of like like watching um women's tennis at the highest level you know you watch that and you can really um get involved because they just they're amazing Kathy George uh, is the head coach, VP of Volleyball Operations for the Grand Rapids Rise. They begin play in the Pro Volleyball Federation in January. If you want ticket information, sponsorships, uh, groups you want to bring. We'll take them all. Uh, your team, we'll take it all. Come your on teams out. in. Uh, go to GRRise.com. That's GRRise.com. Uh, and a lot of these pro volleyball players also play professionally in Europe where the seasons mm-hmm. uh, don't align. So uh, if you want to oh, see the best yeah, in the world, Kathy. They've done it all. They've yeah. done it all. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you okay. so much. I appreciate yeah, it. Good to see you. Great on, conversation. I, I need to, you need to be here because, you know what, we got to teach you a few things. Okay. I, I, right. I, I, there's a laundry list on what people can <laughs> I'm teach sure, me. I'm they, sure they all say they, that. They, thank you, Kathy George. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, she's a great personality, head coach of the Grand Rapids Rise, VP of Volleyball Operations. You want to find out more about Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise, go to grrise.com. That's grrise.com. And follow the rise on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. One final hour straight ahead on the Michigan Sports Network. on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan Hour number three on a special road show inside the Akersher VIP Lounge at Van Andel Arena as we're celebrating Michigan's 
only pro volleyball franchise, the Grand Rapids Rise. They will play in the Pro Volleyball Federation. Matches begin in January and run through May with some of the best volleyball players in America and from around the world. Franchises all across uh, the country will talk to Cole DeVos, who was instrumental with the DeVos family, and bring in pro volleyball to Grand Rapids. Uh, he'll join us coming up in about 20 minutes. David Gregory, he is a lawyer by trade, a certified NFL PA agent. Got Jake Wood out of the UP in Northern Michigan, drafted by the Colts, and he stuck uh, with the Colts in his rookie season. He also is one of our legal insiders. We're going to get to this NCAA proposal, which now some conference commissioners are saying, wait a minute, we haven't been uh, presented anything. For how much money is out there, David, when it comes to NCAA March Madness TV deals, how disorganized the NCAA is? Like they'll act like they're federal pro- police and going after Harbaugh and the sign stealing allegations. And then you watch the clown show on the other side. Uh, even in the Big Ten front office, these leaders, they're so caught up with power and money, which happens across the board in entertainment, politics, and sports, but uh, not communicating. Uh, I think the NCAA in this proposal is worried that they're going to go out of business. They'll still have their NCAA basketball tournament, but I think this Power Five is looking at football and now the Power Four. Yeah. Looking at football and having their own conferences. So. Well, I think, uh, you know, Ross Dellinger has talked about this from Yahoo, that the idea that the Power Four conferences might go their own way, at least for football, form their own entity. And I do think what Charlie Baker from the NCAA has proposed is at least in part a reaction to that and then some ongoing litigation. Yeah, litigation, which could be, you call it the Death Star, it could bankrupt. The NCAA. Yeah, it's called House versus NCAA, and they just got their class action certified, and they're seeking retroactive uh, NIL damages for athletes who could never do NIL before. Uh, They're seeking uh, retroactive damages because they didn't get a share of uh, broadcasting revenue, and they're seeking to do away with any and all NIL restrictions as being violating federal antitrust law. And again, because there's a class action now, thousands upon thousands, there'll be commercials like, were you injured by the NCAA? And I'm not kidding. There probably will be commercials where you can join the class and the the damages could run into the billions upon billions. So what was the proposal that uh, made, you know, headlines yesterday? I read it uh, from a legal standpoint and a sports agent uh, version of it. what would you take from this that is it likely it could happen is it a pipe dream i don't know i don't think it'll happen the way it's been proposed and i don't think they assume that so what's been proposed well look it would be the we're going to create a new subdivision it's going to be that you can make your own rules subdivision on pretty much anything but then you're going to still compete with everybody else and how, how will that fly? I, it's a little awkward. Well, you're you're going to pay schools to come play you, so the schools are going to take the paydays. Yeah, right. But here's what they're proposing: there's going to be a new subdivision, and um, you can make your own rules on transfers, recruiting, roster sizes, uh, things like that. But here's what you got to do to get in: you've got to agree to pay at least half of your half of your athletes, all of your athletes, a minimum of thirty thousand a year in educational benefits. 
through an educational trust fund. And then what you get in exchange is the ability to make your own rules on transfer portal and recruiting and scholarship limits. And the other thing you get is the ability to pay direct NIL to the athlete from the school with no limits. Right now, the school cannot license the image and pay the athlete. Uh, they're, they're, they have to do it through a collective or through a private brand deal, and that is creating a lot of issues, that there can't be any direct payment from the university to the athlete currently. When I first read that story from Ross Dellinger and Yahoo.com, my first initial mindset on this was how could they pull this off? Well, I don't know, because here's the other thing they say. Well, they'll still be Division One, but uh, they'll compete in all the same championships in Division One with everybody else. Well, if you don't opt to join that uh, subdivision. Who's going to want to compete with – if you know a school has unlimited pay, different rules, uh, NIL money, they're paying half their athletes, uh, whatever it is, why are you going to want to go and just be a payday game for them? You took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, maybe for the payday you will. But, you know, it seems like a split's coming between the Power Four and Notre Dame and maybe a few other aspirational schools. I think they want to take football into the private sector. And you talked about equity money. And you, you create almost the true, which college football is, a true minor league for the NFL. In my opinion, big-time college football, as it's currently constituted, doesn't really belong in the NCAA, and it just can't seem to exist there anymore. And college football playoff is not connected to the NCAA. It's not. They, they run their own show. and So it, why can't the rest of college football run their own show? They can. Make their own rules. It could happen. And, and, but I don't uh, – here, here's what I'll say, that if you're going to go that way – then you'll allow maybe two spots for your playoff, but you wouldn't want to share that money. So your playoff would be between your 56, 64 teams, whatever it is, right? Right. You're not going to let some schools say, hey, we got money now. We're Southwest Texas State. We're going to pay. No, you're not going to join that exclusive fraternity. They, I think the SEC is run like it's the NFL. It is. I think you're right. I think all their sports, you know, baseball, they've been serving booze at their games forever because there's no minor league teams in a lot of these they've, cities they've, in the South. They've never had a pretense of amateurism in the Southeast no. Conference, and I don't mean that as an insult. So if you, do, fact. If you do this with football, the, the one thing I'll say, because not under the disguise, but we still are talking about Title IX. We're still talking about federal loans, federal money, student aid, everything connected, that you're a lawyer, you're a sports agent, David. How, how could the power four, what's left of it, right? How could they, with all the mergers, how could they run like a professional operation if those kids are still going to schools and they still fall under a lot of federal guidelines, including Title IX, how, how could they separate? Well, that's the complicating factor, and I think they try to address it with Charlie Baker's proposal in that, okay, half the athletes have to get this minimum of 30000 a year, and half of that half have to be female athletes. So there'll be gender equity on the educational benefit side. But then there'll be male basketball players, uh, football players and, and probably some big-time college uh, volleyball, women volleyball players and women basketball players getting unlimited NIL or big-time NIL. But there's still a disparity. 
and it'll be paid directly from the school. So I don't see how they get around Title IX under this model. In fact, they might even make it worse. That's what that that, that that's <laughs> another thing. the The biggest flag to me was that that Title IX is in play here because if Title IX wasn't in play, I believe the NCAA would have set up those monthly stipends, could have avoided everything with the O'Bannon case that got all the way to the Supreme Court. Now they have that class action lawsuit that could be billions in damages. NCAA made their own bed. So I get where all the Power Four conferences want to be their own entity, do this. The, and this is the way I said you could get around Title IX, and I've said it forever. You use the name of the school. The kids don't go to school. It is Alabama, and you're leasing the name from Alabama. You become a, you're funded by private equity, TV deals, tickets. You share the revenue with the school, with the on-campus stadium. And the team, the team is not, the kids will go to college there, but it's not part of officially run by the university well i think you're is, is there a legal is there a legal out there well there's probably some barriers but that's the it's bill, so if you rented the name bill, if you're a genius i think we ought to quit and start a private equity firm to do this ourselves because i think that's what's going to happen or something along so those you, lines well, i've said this all along spin off major college football you and you lease the name license the name you, exactly you license the name use their facilities pay them yep share and ticket revenue with them Right. Yes. And you you pay your coaches. You the school doesn't have to pay them. Right. You get into this where there's no money outside of ticket sales, which would be like Morgan Wall and taking over Tuscaloosa Stadium for a concert. Right. Right. Pays to use the stadium, split you know whatever it is. Tickets. School makes some money. And but they're still using Alabama because the fans don't care if the kid goes to school. Not they really. Don't. And, and from one and done's in basketball to transfer portal now, it's different. So you license the name. So Michigan would license the name to a collective private equity group, whatever. Well, maybe it's a nonprofit. Maybe it's for a profit. Who knows? Who knows? And they avoid Title IX rules for football. So they can make their own rules. They basically can be like a minor league NFL. Yeah, now they'll have to be collective bargaining and those football players. And they become employees. They will be employees. And that's another thing to mention. Everything the NCAA does is, this is a bold proposal for the NCAA. They've never done anything like it. It is radical. It it seems desperate a little bit. But it is a reaction to this case and everything that's happening. And it's kind of half in, half out. And they admit they will still need to... Uh, federal legislation to get an antitrust exemption, even for this proposal they've floated. That is the, they are scared to death of any employees being, uh, any college athletes, student athletes being employees. And they might be right to do so. Because because, lawsuits, they fear that? Well, because if everybody was an employee and they're subject to every employment law under the sun, including at Division 2 and Division 3, it could be the end of Division 2 and Division 3 as we know it. So I think spinning off major college football solves a ton of issues getting it right out of the ncaa and which comes back to you get a group uh, and this could be private equity it could whatever it is you get ownership that leases the name leases the facility the stadium schools making money right 
but and some will say, well, and and the school shares in the TV revenue with right. this private equity group. Exactly. But remember, they have no money going out with cost. Now the question becomes. If you don't have all that football revenue at Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama's, Tennessee's, wherever, your other sports could suffer. Your other sports may go away. But by eliminating 85 scholarships, listen to this, and it's a business, by eliminating privatizing college football, taking 85 scholarships off the Title IX equation at D1 schools and the Power Four, means you're they're not going to turn around and add sports they're going to cut they'll be able to cut sports right because for yeah they will because 85 scout because this is where like i remember where tulsa because they had a football team they had a dry riverbed and they had a rowing team and the rowing <laughs> team had to like drive 40 miles for practice right because it's you know it's it's oklahoma and so right i'm like but they they had to cover sports to meet the title nine guidelines the ramifications of privatizing yeah. college football could could really hurt minor sports at schools but some of the revenue will come some of the expenses will come off and it might actually save them too there might be less but it might actually preserve them because if college football stays where it is in particular there's just no good way to deal with the title nine issues and the employment issue under the current model that's why it's just not going to work i do the spinoff on basketball and football i i I really do and you 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 protect yourself legally you protect yourself uh the ncaa uh you know, their tournament, it would be interesting how that thing could morph uh, if you get to those 64, 68, whatever the number is now with all the movement in those four conferences. They do their own tournament. There, there'll be NBC or Peacock or some Amazon TV deal waiting there with money. Uh, the schools and in the private side of this are in a conference and some will say, well, they're not athletes or they don't graduate anymore. Look at the transfer portal where a guy could be, look at Gabriel, what he does for Oklahoma, and then he's gone because he's looking for what? He may want to go closer to home, friends, family. And, and a lot of it, though, is, hey, I may never play in the NFL, but I'm going to take advantage of getting two, three, four, five, six million to play for a year at a school. And it's America. Why shouldn't you? Amen. That's where I'm. The private, the private side of this, I've, I've said this for 10 years, if not longer, that that is the future. That maybe it's the, you know, you look at the privatization of school buses. Of pri- I'm talking business. Food uh, service. Food service, uh, prison guards. You, you can go down the list, right? As security uh, that people need. And you ask yourself, if your schools and you're smart, you do leasing branding agreements and you make your athletic departments all private. Well, or at least parts of it. 
a majority of it, right? Well, they they license their name and image of the university to all kinds of uh, manufacturers. So if the players, if the players can profit from name, image, and likeness, why not the schools? Well, and they do. I mean, that's the but, point. but I'm talking here without yeah having any any cost involved. Well, this discussion is timely because right now I think there's a sports business conference in Vegas, and apparently. Uh, somebody from Redbird Capital is talking about this concept right now. And, and Bill, you, you, you had this concept 10 years ago. You weren't even aware of that going on. But, again, big-time college football in particular cannot exist in its current structure, period. It just doesn't work. Well, and let's talk about the Title IX battle going on right now on Capitol Hill where there's a fight over what defines Title IX. It's like it's completely flipped from the movement that brought Title IX and equality to sports. And you get the Riley Gaines, and you get, uh, is it transgender? You get uh, who's allowed. You have, you have so much here that schools don't want any part of this, and it's connected to sports. And that's where you go private. Right. And, then, and then these decisions aren't made by school presidents who have no business making sports decisions, or board of trustees, or board of regents, or whoever is a supervisory part of a university uh, the, the future there, there's supply and demand okay we know that yeah this guy apparently is from redbird capital says uh, big time college athletics is an undervalued asset and they should consolidate their media rights i mean it just it is some version of that will probably happen and i think the ncaa's proposal is how do we let how do we let the big time schools go their own way pretty much but still keep them in the fold if it's Michigan and it's a game day Saturday against Ohio State and the name, image, and likeness for both teams has been farmed out and it's still going to be great football, does anybody care? No, I think... There's a small portion that will, that guys that went there got a degree and everything. And, and, the, and the athletes would still have to maybe go to the school, but they won't be under the Title IX guidelines when it comes to sports. Well, everybody... Right? Look, Joe Manchin said, the senator from West Virginia, it's hard to watch these guys if we know freshmen and sophomores are millionaires. Well, I don't know. Yeah, politicians talking about the money they make off of lobbyists, sure. Well, college football TV ratings are way up this year. The the Michigan versus OSU game averaged uh, 19 million. That was the biggest single game since 2011. The SEC title game averaged 17 million. The big, I mean, the big Ten's TV deal, the multiple where you have to, you literally need you know a calendar on your phone to figure out. Hey, wait a minute, Michigan and Michigan State were on Peacock last night. Over seven billion, seven billion, and people are saying it's and and private equity people are saying it's still undervalued, undervalued even with those figures because they look at the value. Look at NBA franchises, NFL franchises. Now you turn in the college sports franchises. It's really interesting conversation. We'll have more of it later. Michigan football, if it was on the open market, is it is probably worth almost as much as the Detroit Lions, or at least in the mm, same that's ballpark. It, and again, that's with you know, money talks at the end of right. the day. David Gregory, uh, he's one of our legal insiders, lawyer by day, NFLPA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports. He's based in West Michigan. He deals uh, with athletes at NIL and also helping athletes chase their dreams. Uh, follow Bull Rush Sports on Twitter and David Gregory on Twitter. Great stuff as always. Appreciate you stopping down here to Van Andel Arena. Thank you, Bill. Cole DeVos in our next segment will join us. The DeVos family has transformed the landscape in West Michigan when it comes to sports, business, and giving back. And they went out and brought 
a pro volleyball franchise, the Grand Rapids Rise, to West Michigan, to Van Andel Arena, and Cole DeVos will join us next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Maize and Blue have done it again. For the 45th time in program history, Michigan has won the Big Ten Championship as they house the Iowa Hawkeyes 26 to nothing. Senior running back Blake Horn became Michigan's all-time leader in touchdowns scored, scoring twice in that ball game, and he finished with back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, and he's the only FBS player to score a touchdown in each game this season. Mike Zanger still took home the game's MVP honors as Michigan went a total of 68-3 in the two meetings against the Hawkeyes in the championship game in Indy. As the league division era comes to a close, the Big Ten West went 0-10 in the title game. Head coach Jim Harbaugh just has one question for you. I got one question for you, Michigan Nation. Who's got it better than us? here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Hi, I'm Casey. I don't just work at Meyer. I shop there. Get a $10 coupon like I just did when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Print it at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And get a Meyer spiral sliced ham for 89 cents per pound with M Perks. Discount automatically applied when you enter your M Perks ID limit one. And save even more with M Perks with a dollar off per gallon of gas. Get the same low prices in store and online. For big deals and great quality, shop Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Get your groove on. Everybody get up. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Robin Thick. Same show, same night. Montel Jordan. Tickets start at $53. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Party hard. Slide into smooth. Robin Thick and Montel Jordan. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The 
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Special Wednesday road show inside the Acrisure VIP Lounge at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. We're celebrating the launch and also the Meet the Team event tomorrow at 7 p.m. with the Grand Rapids Rise, Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise. They begin play in January. It will run through May with teams from all around the country and Cole DeVos and the DeVos family, a, a big part of bringing professional volleyball to Grand Rapids. The family has done so many things to enhancing the everyday lives of so many people uh, here in West Michigan and across the state and even around the country. Cole DeVos is standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome back, my man. Hey, Bill. How's it going? Good to hear from you. Yeah, tell me how this process began on making the Grand Rapids rise a reality and bringing pro volleyball to West Michigan. You know, it's funny. It uh, it started probably who I want to say a year and a half, two years ago, and um, it all started with a with a Zoom call with the owner or the the founders of the league, um, Stephen Evans and Dave Winham, who have a history with my father uh, in the arena football space. So. Um, I obviously I was a I was a young kid when when the rampage were around and and you know when um, unfortunately when they went down when was that you know uh, 2010 something like that um, unfortunately the league went down but uh, kept those close connections um, and they brought us this opportunity they they want to know what we thought we thought it was it was a great opportunity and there was obviously a need in the market um, and so. We hopped on board right away, and it's crazy to look back to think that was, you know, a year and a half, two years ago, and, and here we are getting ready to, to play here in January. Cole DeVos, uh, he is leading the group with the DeVos family and others and bringing pro volleyball to Grand Rapids in the state of Michigan, Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise, the Grand Rapids Rise. They begin play in January. It runs through May. You want info on tickets, uh, the team, and more, GR Rise. Uh, dot com and don't forget tomorrow meet the team event 7 p.m uh here at van andel arena what was it cole when the idea was out there where you and others sitting in a room your dad your family uh and and said you know what i think pro volleyball can work in grand rapids in the state of michigan what really was that trigger moment you know, I think for, for us, it was looking at, um, you know, how it's grown in Grand Rapids from the youth side. You know, I, I think about uh, a quick shout out to my cousin, Addie, who's um, just led Hope College to uh, um, the national tournament game for Division Three, and, and also played a couple of years at Iowa. And um, we've really seen just the sport of volleyball continue to, to, to grow in West Michigan. And then you start seeing beyond West Michigan, right? We had, um, what was that, three, four months ago, um, there was a volleyball game held outside in, in, in Nebraska that had I think it was ninety to ninety-two thousand fans packing the Nebraska football stadium to, to watch volleyball, right? And so you continue to see these little things um, come up over the last year or two. And um, I always say we we never really needed that reassurance that we were doing the right thing. Um, we knew that we were doing the right thing. We knew there was a hole in the market, um, and we knew that this was going to be suited for West Michigan. Um, but as time has gone on, we definitely got that reassurance, even though we didn't need it. Um, we keep seeing time and time again, um, you know, how passionate fans are for volleyball and how much they're wanting to see um, these girls play at the next level here in the United States. Cole DeVos uh, from the Grand Rapids Rise. 
Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise. They begin play in January. GRRise.com if you want more info. And if you're in uh, the West Michigan area tomorrow night, 7 p.m., free admission, meet the team, a skills showcase, and a fun event to launch everything before they get to the holidays. And then they start their matches uh, in January. Cole, what would be a, a good year one for you as one of the faces and voices behind this franchise? What, what, when, when it's over in May, uh, year one, what, what to you would say this was a good first season? Well, Bill, I'm a I'm a competitor. You know, I grew up playing sports my entire life, and no matter what it is, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably start by saying winning it all, winning the championship would be a, a successful year for us. Um, but obviously, there's a lot more to it, right? When you when you're starting a, a new league, um, everyone's in that together, right? And and no one team succeeds without the other. So um, I really, ultimately, on top of obviously winning, and and obviously again, that's going to be my competitive side coming out. Um, I want to see all the teams do well, be successful, um, work out the little kinks that come with starting a brand new league. And um, for me, it's just been an incredible blessing to be able to learn from people such as my father and, um, you know, Tim Gortzma, who has been with the Grand Rapids Griffins for so long and is now helping um, lead the, the, the rise as well. And you've got Scott Gorsline from TP Fox, all these people. It's, it's just been such a, a blessing to be able to learn from these guys. And obviously the founders, Dave Winham, um, you know, Stephen Evans and, and everybody else that's involved in this entire thing. I just would like to see us all, um, you know, kind of take that next step and say, hey, you know, this is working. Let's go to the next year. Let's go to the next year and keep working out, um, you know, the little details. So um, all in all, I just want to see every team succeed, compete. And I want to see, um, you know, I want to see these girls compete at a high level, which, uh, again, I know they will. Cole DeVos uh, from the Grand Rapids Rise joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Their Meet the Team event is free and open to the public tomorrow night, 7 p.m. in downtown Grand Rapids. And I think, Cole, one thing you're going to have is being the only pro volleyball franchise in the state of Michigan, there are a lot of young girls, high school age girls, college girls, and just people who played volleyball back in the day who will come from all across the state. Uh, to watch the Grand Rapids rise. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's for me, uh, uh, you know, I grew up played, playing hockey. Um, you know, I was able to watch the Griffins from, you know, from when I could walk, right? And um, that's kind of what I'm, you know, the hope is for, for you know, young girls in West Michigan to be able to look up to these girls and say, hey, you know, there is a path for me to play this sport professionally here in my hometown, right? You know, we have... Uh, I believe off the top of my head, I think we have three girls um, from Michigan already on our roster for this year, which is incredible. So um, it's just another example of how sports can, um, you know, kind of lead the youth and, and show them that there is a path, um, uh, you know, in sports. Cole, thanks for the time, man. Uh, I'll see you at a match uh, after the first of the year. Enjoy the holidays. Give your dad and family my best. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Bill. Talk to you soon. All right, Cole DeVos from the Grand Rapids Rise. Randy Cleese, VP of Communications, someday maybe dreaming of being president. Uh, the elections are coming up in the communications category. We'll keep you posted there. He did give me the Grand Rapids Rise promo schedule for 2024. Opening night, inaugural season T-shirt on Thursday, January 25th in downtown Grand Rapids. 
here at Van Andel Arena. Family Day fleece blanket, $1 small Pepsis, $1 small ice cream cups for the kids on Sunday, February 18th. I'm just going through some of the uh, promotions. Really family-friendly. And they got the $2 beers and $2 hot dogs every Thursday and Saturday from 6 until 8 p.m. outside of March 9th. Uh, so they got everything. Now with the Grand Rapids Rise, uh, you can find out everything about the promo schedule. They got some pretty cool gear. Go to grrise.com. That is grrise.com. David Gregory, thank you so much uh, for stopping down uh, to the Akersher VIP Lounge here at Van Andel Arena, and we'll talk soon. All right. Hey, once I found it, uh, the uh, Akersher Lounge, it's a great spot. Yeah, I, I never really told you. I just said, you know, I parked it, on the wrong side. It's eleven eleven thousand seat arena. Just. Uh, just find me, okay? Well, it's awesome. I, if you have a chance to come down here, you should. Yeah, it is cool. I hung out here with Kid Rock and everything. I'm not name-dropping. And, and David <laughs> Gregory, thank you, my man, okay? Hey, you're welcome, Bill. All right, David Gregory, Bull Rush Sports, certified NFL PA agent and a lawyer uh, by trade. All right, the Lomas Brown cart giveaway with our friends from Impact Power Sports, 14 Mile in Rockford, Michigan's new go-to destination for Yamaha golf carts, and they will trick them out. Whatever you want on a golf cart, the look, the wheels, the color, uh, you want sound, you want video, you name it, you can get it on your cart for your golf club, for your neighborhood, for your business, uh, at your lake house. If you go down south during... Uh, the winter, it's amazing what they can do. And they have all the power toys at Impact Power Sports, 14 Mile in Rockford. But if you want a shot at winning Lomas's cart, just text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000. And you'll be in the drawing. That drawing's coming up next summer, so you have a lot of time to enter. We'll give it away at a huge golf event at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Just text IMPACT to 21000. And if you want to see what Lomas's cart looks like, go to at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Thanks to the VP, Randy Cleaves, another VP, Sean Wright, Gordsum and the crew. It was an awesome afternoon here celebrating Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise, the Grand Rapids Rise. Check them out sometime. Everything you need when it comes to the schedule and team, go to grrise.com. That is grrise.com. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. For goodness sake, wear your seatbelt. Better yet, for your family's sake, your friend's sake, for your own sake, buckle up. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police knows that seatbelts save lives. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police sees firsthand what happens when seatbelts aren't used. We want Michigan to be the leader in seatbelt use. We want everyone in Michigan to get home safely. For everyone's sake, buckle up every time. 
Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year. Purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It's time for another edition of True and Blue on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented each and every week by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. And what we do is highlight the great men and women who serve and protect all of us on a daily basis in law enforcement. And today we'll go to Oakland Community College, Dave Cece. He heads up their public services and CREST program and also director of law enforcement training. And he joins us here on the huge show and another edition of true and blue welcome in my friend thank you appreciate you having me uh your calling your personal choice uh to become part of law enforcement uh when did that start and when did it happen and how long have you been serving and protecting so i guess uh i at a young age i wanted to get into a profession where i could help people and i'll be honest with you i was like you know i don't know that i could do med school so i looked at some of the other uh, servant-based uh, jobs out there, careers out there, and I, I thought law enforcement, uh, you know, it kind of appealed to me. So I, I started uh, on that path about 20 years ago and have been in the profession ever since. And uh, law enforcement training, looking at your resume, seems to uh, be a strong highlight. You have taught at four different police academies uh, on the east side of the state, in the metro Detroit area, and like I said right now, with Oakland Community College, Dean of Public Services, Crest, and Director of Law Enforcement Training. Why so much connection to training uh, the men and women who want to serve and protect? Uh, well, I, I want to make sure that our officers, one, are going home safe and, and uh, 
you know, doing their job in a safe fashion, but also the better trained our officers are, the, the better they can serve the community. The less chance we have of seeing officers on the news for making mistakes because they didn't have good training. And when we have officers that are well-trained and know what they're doing and perform at a high level out there in the cities and the communities that they work in, it presents a better image for us. When they make a mistake and they screw up and that uh, image gets portrayed in the news media, it really damages our profession. And it's, it's not the reality of it. The reality of the profession is we have great people doing great work. Uh, sometimes we just are lacking in the training. So that has been kind of my goal is to make sure our officers are getting the best training they can. Dave C.C. is with Oakland Community College, grew up in Warren on the east side of the state. Joining us here on the huge show across Michigan, another edition of True and Blue. Uh, in your 20-plus years being connected to all those law enforcement training facilities and academies, how has training changed with the culture and environment we have today compared to when you were uh, in an academy learning how to serve and protect? Well, one of the ways, I mean, technology has changed. There is, what we use now, we have like virtual uh, simulators for use of force so we can basically project on a screen any kind of scenario for a student. And they, they go in and they're immersed in this realistic experience. They have a weapon that they shoot and it's got a, you know, a laser that, that registers on the screen or they have a pepper spray they can use that registers on the screen. And there's that technology, that aspect. I never had anything like that. So that technology is definitely advanced. Uh, here at Oakland's Academy, we have a Crest facility, and what that is is basically a simulated city. Uh, so these are fully functioning homes, a bank, a convenience store, things like that. So the students are working in real structures that are a house or a bank or a motel versus when I went through it was, okay, we're going to pretend the classroom is a motel or we're going to pretend the classroom is a house. And it was, you know, you tried to do the best you could, but it still was a classroom. This gives them all that reality. They have to park the car in the appropriate position. They have to make entry to the house in appropriate fashion. So it's a lot more realistic, hands-on training that goes on now than even when I went through. Dave CC is with Oakland Community College, director of their public services, uh, heads up the law enforcement uh, training program on the east side of the state with, with technology and the body cams now are everywhere and we get instant uh, views of what's going on on the streets of Michigan and across uh, this country. Is there any new technology on the way that you think will help police officers even more than what they have to work with today? I think the enhancement of the said cameras and recording devices uh, and, and the storage of those, I, I think that is still going to grow. That That's going to become more effective, more technologically advanced. I think that actually helps us more than hurts us. Because many times what we find is that the officers are doing exactly what they're supposed to, and those cameras prove that. So I, I think that the fact that the equipment is getting better is, is what we're going to see on the, the, the future. Final thoughts here with Dave Cece. He's joining us on another edition of True and Blue. He's a Detroit area guy, grew up in Warren and at Oakland Community College right now, heading up their law enforcement uh, training, their Crest program. Uh, what's one thing uh, you want the people of Michigan listening right now to know what it's like to be a police officer when you have the badge and uniform on and when you're just out there being 
part of a circle of friends or family? I think that that people need to remember that police officers are are them. I mean, police are the community. The community are are, are part of the police, and and they go hand in hand. And most of the people in this profession have entered the profession for the noble reason, noble cause to help others, not to hurt somebody, not to put people in jail, but to make the community a better place. I think that's what I, I want people to know that most people in this profession are good, decent people, just like everyone else. Hey, Cece, thank you so much for your time here on the huge show across Michigan and another edition of True and Blue. I respect your over 20 years of service uh, to the people uh, here in Michigan. Thank you and to all the officers and good luck uh, to all, all the men and women training right now there at Oakland Community College to enter law enforcement. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that very much. All right, Dave CC joining us on another edition of True and Blue, where we showcase and highlight and tell the stories of the incredible men and women who have that calling to serve and protect on a daily basis. And it's presented by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Big. Bad. Huge.